Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast-track your career. Join us for the journey. Welcome to the Speak Inflow podcast. I am so pleased about our topic today around how to communicate courage. On the show is Shushama Kirtakar. She brings a wealth of knowledge. She had had a private practice for 32 years, specializing as a mental health counselor. She currently is a premier fellow coach at Better You, where she draws on neuroscience and positive psychology as a professional and personal coach. Today's episode, she breaks down courage and the four components of courage and the challenges around that, how to communicate courage and what we can do about it so we can communicate courage effectively, even when there's chaos and complexity and fear. I can't wait for you to dive into this episode. It is amazing. Enjoy. Hello, Shushama. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you, Melinda. I'm really very happy to be here with you. Yes, we are going to dive right in because I know that we have a lot to cover all around courage and how do we communicate courage, especially in our chaotic time in this complex world. Let's talk about courage. So I want to know from your perspective and from your experience, um, having been over 32 years, a licensed mental health counselor, what does courage mean to you? Well, you know, um, when you asked me to uh, think about a value or a core strength, um, I gave that some thought. And uh, what I recognized is that there are several different uh, values that come to my mind. And I use different strengths at different times, depending on the need of the hour. What bubbled up for me most organically was the word courage. And there was no forethought to it. It was not as though I was, you know, mindfully making a decision. My gut offered it to me Mm. as the value to talk about today. So when I think of courage, what I realized is that I unconsciously draw upon it in the course of the day. It could be simple interactions, uh, making choices. It could be in my general workday. Now, courage is described as a virtue mm-hmm. that um, enables us and helps us exercise our will and face adversity. This is as defined by the VIA Institute on Character, and VIA stands for Values in Action. Now, there are four character strengths that have been kind of clustered and grouped underneath this virtue, and they are bravery, honesty, perseverance, and zest. And I would never have thought that these four would come under courage, but it makes sense when I recognize how naturally these are the ones that are elevate at times throughout whether it's throughout the day or you know depending on a project i'm working on it doesn't matter what 
Now, the first one, let's look at bravery. Bravery, for example, involves perceived personal risk. So it's like I'm out of my comfort zone. And I need to take that step. Right. However uncomfortable it might be. It could be a fear, a fear of getting hurt, whether it means fear of uh, rejection, whatever it might be. And uncertainty of, of the outcome. So the end result may be not what I hoped for, but mm -hmm. I'm going to push ahead regardless. Mm -hmm. So these three elements, even if they're present, it's about me moving ahead. That is significant for me as far as courage is concerned. I love how you broke that down. Uh, and and I love the, the description of when you sense there's fear, when there's uh, doubt, when we don't know what's lying ahead, that's immediately sending a visceral response in, in my body. Yes. I know, okay, this is when I could potentially tap into courage, right? When I'm sensing these you know, visceral feelings that, that, that I could potentially go into fear, um, more fear, or I can leverage an opportunity to go into courage, which includes bravery. And so how, what about the other pieces of honesty and- Sure, sure. So, so when we look at that, um, all of these, yeah. um, let's say- uh, bravery itself. It takes on different forms. There could be moral bravery, where I am standing up for my principles. Mm. Uh, physical, of course, is about facing bodily danger. Psychological is about confronting the fear of making a wrong decision, fear of failure, of embarrassment, and so on. And uh, for example, let's say you're not in alignment with your peers, your colleagues. And you're still speaking up despite the possibility of being an outlier. That takes courage. So you are being who you are, and that's that authenticity piece. So it naturally flows. Interesting. You are now being authentic. You're being yeah. honest about yeah. who you are, and you're speaking your truth. So that's another piece to look at. Um, Perseverance is about, again, continuing to push ahead mm -hmm. despite hurdles, despite all odds, mm -hmm. despite criticisms. Mm -hmm. And you are going to continue to convey your message. Mm. And what's important is the zest piece. And see, this was what always, I mean, it took me aback when I realized that they included zest under courage. And, and this is, you know, science that they have used, uh, positive psychology really studied uh, across different cultures, across times to uh, put together these virtues, six different virtues and different clusters of character strengths that fall under right. each virtue. So under, virt under the virtue of courage yeah. to have zest is that passion, the energy, the enthusiasm that you bring to the situation. And for you to be able to make an impact, mm. to actually influence another individual. Right. You want right. that passion. Yeah. And how difficult that can be, uh, in, especially when we don't know, right? When we don't know what is about to happen. Yes. We don't oh, know what my... the outcome is. Yeah. And despite that yeah. uncertainty, that makes sense. You, you go ahead because you believe in the process. You believe yeah. 
in what it is that you are presenting. That, that is very important. That is so important. That means you have to really take a deep dive into honesty. And, and that's why these yes. are all so important. The honesty and the authenticity of this is who I am. And this is what I stand for. Exactly. That's amazing. I love that. And and what do you think are the key challenges that leaders have with communicating um, courage like this? Well, um, <laughs> what I notice is that, you know, leaders naturally, I mean, they are leaders because they have, you know, exhibited and they have engaged courage in order right. to reach that position. Yeah. Sometimes it could be, and this is another interesting piece, is the overuse of a strength. Uh-huh. Any one of these could be used in excess. So there is such a thing. It's not like, you know, oh, okay, I'm really fantastic and great at this and I'm really going to power it up. But sometimes it is to our de- our, our detriment. Bravery taken to an extreme could be foolhardiness. Mm-hmm. So that's when you want to kind of pause, use the pause principle and ask yourself, okay, wait a minute, what do I need to do now? So you could look at some of your basic strengths, which are your middle strengths or your lower strengths. And what comes to my mind right now is judgment. Bring up the strength of good judgment to make a decision that is sound and rooted in reality and you're essentially using critical thinking. Mm-hmm. So you're using that critical thinking piece to bring down this, you know, I'm willing to take a risk. Let's just forge ahead. And they're trying to convince the group that this is the way to go. But maybe they are overselling. Mm-hmm. And so it's about that pause principle. Do I want to listen to other people's inputs? Do I want to hear what they have to say? So keeping that openness so you can then bring in good judgment. So you so mean that's what I means. need to pause. <laughs> you mean I need to stop? <laughs> Darn it. Well, pause is not stop. Pause right, is... that's true. And then moving ahead. Right. So it's not like you're defeated. Mm-hmm. You're actually being very mindful about that. Right. The pause right. principle is just beautiful. So next comes honesty. Mm. honesty taken to an extreme can also be detrimental um sometimes i've had clients say to me you know my friend tells me that i'm honest to a fault i'm too blunt right yeah okay so just because i am honest doesn't make that doesn't mean that others are open to hearing me out yeah i could be brutal in the way that i am being honest Right. And if I'm hurting somebody else's feelings, then they are busy getting defensive. The walls are going up. And so what is important then at that point is to look at, well, how can I temper this? Okay, now I can pull up on social intelligence, become aware of other people's, mot- what motivates them? What are their drives? You know, what are their emotional responses? Paying attention to verbal and nonverbal clues, cue, sorry. So you're getting out of your own sphere to become attuned to the other. Right. So you stay honest and you don't have to be just simply bulldozing your way through with that honesty. You could take a pause to check in and see how it's being received. Yeah. Then comes perseverance. Mm -hmm. Now, this is my Achilles heel. Well, I can 
persevere. You know, it's like I'm thinking I'm I'm like like a dog with a bone. I'm not going to let go. Taken to an extreme might mean that you're just spinning your wheels, doing the same thing over and over again mm. without, uh, you know, getting a, you know, you're expecting a different result, but you're not being successful at it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so there is such a thing as continuing to persevere um, fruitlessly. Mm -hmm. So that's when, and I've, I've had to learn this, is to moderate it by pulling up on perspective, which is the bigger, higher, broader viewpoint to get a bigger picture mm -hmm. and ask yourself, you know, what am I getting lost in here? Why am I so stuck? And so I, I could be persevering, but then my wheel is only going in deeper in the mud mm -hmm. if I'm continuing to accelerate without pausing and looking at what other tools do I need to get myself out of the ditch that I've stuck myself in. Right, 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 right. And so that's an important piece as well. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one of zest, overdoing zest, can be counterproductive and you want to soften it with let's say humility mm -hmm. so again you are now taking a deep breath in making space for others opinions and energy on the other hand if your enthusiasm is sort of slowly fading and you're noticing that you're kind of dragging in energy as you're going into, um, you know, whether it's a conversation with a group or whoever it might be. You could pull up on your higher strength of curiosity, which could help mm -hmm. tow up your zest and enthusiasm. Because curiosity is just about learning about the other viewpoint, the other individual, the other people's perspectives, and your energy is back in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yes. I mean, I love just yeah drawing on curiosity, because especially if our if we notice that we are disengaged, like tapping into curiosity, and how much more yes. powerful when we do finally communicate, um, when we are, are able to get curious about the other person, and then communicating from that space, because um, yes. we so deeply about where the other person's at, and then I can frame my what I want to say in a way that is connected and engage and then suddenly we're back into engagement and uh, a conversation, a conversation. Yes, <laughs> yes. yeah right, <laughs> right right I love that yeah, yeah absolutely yeah I could see how all of these you would think um, honesty perseverance is you know, the more we have the better but at the same time like you mentioned it can be overused right and it also reminds me of the importance of of people, the trusted people that are around me to be able to temper down or to give me feedback and give me some honest perspective um, when I'm able to take that pause or when I do need to take that pause to give me some reflection of what might be happening when I'm overusing. Because I could see if I'm just over, if I have a strength and I keep on using it, I might, I might not see. And so it just reminds me of the importance of having trusted people around us. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And more and more, this whole piece about the social connections and creating, yeah. and creating rapid rapport is yeah. becoming uh, integral for for leadership. Right. You know, leadership is is, you know, leaders are having to really learn uh, how to connect with people. 
Right. Other people matter. Right. Right. And yeah. do it authentically, meaningfully, especially with the rise of AI and robots everywhere. <laughs> yes. 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 That that. Is, that's that's a whole different conversation. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. You exude, like you mentioned, I love that you said that courage just bubbled up inside. It wasn't something you had to think through. It's just something that your gut told you. Yes. And, and because I you know, I want you to share, if you could share your, your story of how you took courage um, personally and brought that into okay. your life and how you're able to communicate your courage and strength with others. Uh, sure. Uh, so what's coming to my mind, because this has been, you know, like a very powerful experience that I had was in 2019, I was diagnosed with cancer, a high grade sarcoma of the soft tissue in the ankle. And since it was an aggressive cancer, it had to be treated immediately. And the urgency was being conveyed to me by that very first psychologist whom I uh, consulted. He gave me options, you know, um, nothing, you don't do anything, uh, which is not a good option, or you go through your chemotherapy, radiation, surgeries, uh, the the usual uh, sort of route uh, that cancer treatment in, in, you know sort of entails, and then he gave me another option of amputation below the knee. And his recommendation was, that is your best option. Is amputation below the knee? I had not yet. I got chills. Sort of wrapped my head around the diagnosis of cancer. And here he was talking, uh, you know, a drastic uh, sort of treatment. Now, his premise was that it is to prevent it from metastasizing and spreading elsewhere. And he comes from 30 plus years of experience. So he carried a lot of clout and credibility. I respect that. Mm -hmm. At the same time, what came up for me was this this was when courage came up for me. It, it just sort of rose up most unconsciously. It was not something premeditated or mindfully acted on. Bravery lit- literally came to my rescue because I stood firm in my conviction. Mm-hmm. Here again, standing to your, you know, up to your principles. My conviction that a patient has to be an informed patient. Mm-hmm. And so I asked for some credible resources that I could uh, tap into to read up on all my different treatment options. He summarily just waved aside my request like that with his hands, saying he would give them to me after I had made my decision. And that's when I took a firmer stand and pushed for time to research, even though the fear of displeasing my provider was very imminent. I mean, I could feel it. Oh no, he's going to be upset. Yeah, or, and and it's spreading. And it's spreading, yes. Yeah. So he continued to dismiss my needs as being untimely. Uh That is when I made the clear announcement that I would be going for a second opinion. Mm -hmm. Uncertainty was there. Uncertainty of outcome. I had no idea what this meant. I had, I didn't understand the language of cancer. All I knew 
is that I needed time for this to percolate, for me to integrate this reality, and then to make a judgment call based on what I thought was yeah. the right thing for me to do. It was my body. So mm -hmm. living by my values was paramount Paramount at that moment. Right. Well, I want to, and I want to bring so I thought, the yes. courage, the courage and what you talked about earlier. So you sense bravery, courage, bravery. Okay. You're getting the, the sense yes. that there's uncertainty, there's fear. Yes. And so then your but now the courage is bubbling up and then you went into the honesty of who you are. I'm standing to exactly. my. Exactly. Really and then I persevered. And then the even when he continued to say, yeah. no, no, I give you yeah. 24 hours. I said, no, that's not enough. He said, okay, I give you 72 hours. I said, no, that is not enough. Mm. And so that was all happening in the in that moment. There was no time to think and reflect and make decisions. I was just going on my gut. Yeah. And if you will, there was passion. There was energy behind all of that mm -hmm. because I was not being soft-spoken. I was just very assertive. Wow. Yes. So that is something that I feel, I mean, this is when I look back, I recognize how it all came to my rescue. But it's because I think I must have been practicing this over mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so um, powerful. It's, it's just invaluable. And then what happened? <laughs> I ended up getting a second opinion. If you want my story, I ended Got up it. getting a second opinion. Uh -huh. And the other, the second oncologist, I had a third opinion also lined up, which I didn't end up taking. But the second opinion turned out to be uh, limb-saving measures. And so I went through radiation, um, very, you know, extensive strong radiation therapy for the ankle and followed up by multiple reconstructive surgeries where they took a flap from my upper arm, I'm sorry, my, my arm and put it on the ankle that, you know, where the excision was, was done. And then they took another flap from a graft from the thigh to put it on the arm. So it was all, you know, patchwork that was done. It just, incredible incredible work gratitude goes out to everybody good. good oh my goodness what a story yeah yeah and it really took a village I mean everybody you know all my support system everybody yeah thank so. goodness thank goodness and I know you're working on a book you don't have to share the details but just wanted to let the audience know eventually a book's going to come out on this documenting the journey and your courage during this right my hope is to create a hybrid memoir where I'm sharing the personal story along with applications from positive psychology I think that that is very that would be helpful um, it's kind of like a legacy I'd like to leave behind for my family but if it touches somebody else, then it's worth it. Oh my goodness. I can, yes, I believe it will. And it's going to touch many lives. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that personal journey and that story of courage. And, sure. and how, I love how we could just break down. I could see all the components of courage come through yeah. very clearly. 
And so what is yes. your golden community? And this is what I ask all the guests on my <laughs> podcast. What is your golden communication tip that you can share? So, so yes, uh, my tip is speak with courage. And number one, have the bravery to show up. Just show up. Despite self-doubts, fears, misgivings, and this is where I like to quote Nelson Mandela, who said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. And so that's important. Number two, show up authentically, which is being who you are. You can't come prepared but you do not have to put on an act or try to be like someone else. Your authentic self is the most unique quality that you possess and it's your gift to mankind, to mm -hmm. humankind. Mm -hmm. No one else can be like you. So revel in it and bring your true self to the situation. Number three, persevere despite all odds and hurdles. Even when the other person is unable to get your viewpoint or you're not achieving your desired result. Persist and don't give up. As Angela Duckworth would say, grit is passion and perseverance for very long-term goals. So keep at it when you hit roadblocks, you will prevail. And the fourth piece being bring enthusiasm and zest with you. That is the way you're bound to make an impact on others. Your energy can be both magnetic and electrifying. And when you speak, the other person hears and listens. And that creates what you were talking about, physiological synchrony, because it's believed that heartbeats and brain signals move in harmony. There are dual EEGs that prove that. It's magical. So speak with courage and you will move mountains. I love that. Wow. I like the science behind that too. The, the dual EEGs when we speak. Yes. I just read about that. Wow. Uh, there's a neuroscientist, Dr. Sarah McKay, who talks about, you know, it's, it's just, just so full of neuroscience and positive psychology. I just get drawn to that. I love that. And even when you're speaking, I can feel the love. I can feel the passion. And so I'm yeah. getting harmonized with your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That was wonderful. I think that that was, I, got, I learned so much on how to communicate with courage, even in this, in, in when there's fear. Yeah. Courage is not because there's no fear. It's when there's fear that we are able to tap into our courage and yes. strength and so I really, I think that we have a lot of valuable insight here. And so thank you so much for sharing that experience, your knowledge and expertise. Thank you very much for having me. It was a joy. It was great. Thank you. Until next time, I'll see you all the next show. Take care. Okay. Thanks for joining the conversation today. Are you curious on how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow? Come grab my free self-assessment at speakinflow.com forward slash assessment. This assessment only takes a couple minutes to fill out. You will get your results within five minutes. See how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow and an unshakable confidence. 
take the assessment, click on the link in the comments, and I'll see you on the other side.